0: Hey everybody, welcome to my show, my so-called fabulous. It's Tiffany Blackman. It's so good to talk to you today. And guess what we're doing today? I'm putting my chef coat back on. I think I'm going to start calling this a little chef series. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should do that. So maybe the chef series. So I have my friend and chef and a wonderful, fabulous guest today. I have Claudia Shetty from My Sweet Roots. Hi. Welcome. Thank hey. you for having me. Oh my goodness. Well, actually, we are just meeting for the first time today, but I say we're friends because we're on social media together. Of course, that makes you friends, yep. right? Of course. You know, some the, the other day, this friend of mine said, my husband, he, she said, I, my new friend or my friend, he's like, now, how do you know this girl? And she's like, I don't know, it just matter how quickly women become friends, yes. right? And I mean, there's a common denomination, through, mm-hmm. especially through pictures. It's just so easy. It is. So we met through my dear friend, Stephanie Perry we've been gosh together for 10 12 years and uh you are friends with Stephanie Perry yeah. and Stephanie was on the podcast a few weeks ago now we've 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 given her to California she's moved on Yes, okay we, we miss have. her but that's how we met so welcome to the show thank you for having me I'm delighted to be here oh my what goodness. an honor oh you're yeah. so sweet you're so sweet so speaking of sweet she has a country you have the the company your company name is my sweet roots so yeah. how in the world did you come up with that precious name? (laughs) Well, Well, I
1: love vegetables, so I knew I wanted a root in there somewhere, and I love the word sweet, and we kind of just paired it together, did kind of like a two-column brainstorming session, and My Sweet Roots was born. It's a little bit of a tongue twister.
0: My sweet Sweet Roots. It's so. I've
1: it's thought of a rebrand a few times, but people remember Mm-mm. the names. So no. even through rebranding a couple of years ago, we just
0: kept the name. So Claudia is a chef. She is a. I mean, catering. You're basically a catering company, but yeah. you do ad, you do so much, and we're going to hit all that. But I'm going to back up. You are from Canada, so you're a Canadian. Yeah. Which part? I'm
1: from Eastern Ontario, okay. so Ottawa, which is the capital
0: of Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Born know- and raised. Really? And so how did you end up in Fort Worth, Texas or Texas? My goodness, this heat, does it kill you? I mean, it's always a man. <laughs> always a dude.
1: I'll keep it short, but met a man at a bar yeah. three years later, moved here. You're kidding. And now we're 11 years in. So You're I've kidding. been here. Now I say I'm from Fort Worth. You do. When we dive a little deeper, people go, hmm. But, But you were born here? Where'd you go to school? And they they can kind of maybe hear a little bit of the remnants of the Canadian accent. Mm -hmm. And then I have to go, oh, well, originally... Yes. But if I think you. after the 10 year mark, you're kind of indoctrinated, and I could say, you're staying. I'm from Fort Worth.
0: So, your husband, Denver, is from Fort Worth? Yeah, born and raised. You're kidding. Okay, he was in. Okay, tell me the story. Okay, guy, girl goes into a bar and finds a husband. Yeah. So, Good. tell well, us.
1: I was there first. He came into the oh, bar and found you? me. But, yes, <laughs> <laughs> long story short, we met up in Canada. He was stationed in upstate New York in the military, and he was visiting Canada on the weekend with some friends. Oh my and I was there with some friends and we met and kept in touch. He kept calling and here you are did the long distance. Yeah. Two kids later, 11 years later, here we are.
0: Okay. So, um, upstate New York. So he was at Fort Drum in Watertown. Yes, exactly. Yeah. My best friend, Meg, her son was just stationed there. He went to West Point awesome. and, um, was stationed there, and then all of, I mean, as it turns out, he's flying Apaches, and now he's at oh. Fort Hood. Oh, well, wow. So he's coming back So he's home. back. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so he's coming back for a little awesome. while. We'll just have him for a little while. So your husband, is he out of the military? Yes. Yeah. So yes. he served his time. He served his time, and... Army? Army, and we've moved on. Have you? <laughs> moved on, check. Yes. Check that. Check. box. Oh, check. great. So I have to ask, because I asked every, all my chef friends and my, my foodies, is your husband in the business with you? He, No, he's... My
1: taste tester. Okay. So he's in the business that way. But, uh, and, and I love to bounce ideas off of him. He's also an entrepreneur. His family is heavily rooted here in Fort Worth in the restaurant business. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so, you know, I care and I involve him. Um, and he, he loves that. Uh, but no, it's my ideas. That's
0: right, my, my way, your way, <laughs> not Denver's way. No, 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 no. So the the family business is he is. is and I'm, I'm. No, you're fine. It's his mom. Uh-huh.
1: His mom has been in, and her dad was in the restaurant industry. Oh gosh. Forever in Fort Worth. Oh, They've my. got a couple restaurants here. Do
0: they? Yeah. Can, can we yeah. mention those? Yeah. So or? his mom has Japanese Palace. Okay. Have you been there? I have not. Maybe once or twice. Never. I'm not. We I don't to, think so. We need, need to Hibati get you the I have not. And my grandkids this weekend asked me to go there. Are you joking? So you're going to go this weekend? Yes. But uh, honestly, they said, it's a hibachi place. They call me e And I went, oh, okay. And I didn't even, you know, that's your mother-in-law. Yeah, it's my mother-in-law's restaurant. And then her brother, um, so our uncle has the Old South restaurant. Surely you've been there. I studied many, many hours at Old South. Yeah. Because you could eat pancakes back in the day when I could eat pancakes. I know that ain't happening anymore. Well, they have salmon, so yeah. you could go and have some
1: salmon. That's <laughs> of course, at <it> all South,
0: <laughs> I mean, or you can get an egg white omelet. I, exactly. <laughs> this is true. What is the one that everyone loves German? The pancakes. Dutch baby or yeah, the German a, pancake? The yeah. German pancakes. Okay, so you're okay. You are indoctrinated in the oh. Fort Worth scene for sure. Yeah. So, with my sweet roots, we have to hit this, Claudia. Yeah, let's do it. COVID. What's, how, how has it, you know, in a lot of people it's actually helped their business. Um, sure. It's changed. It's, it's, it's definitely, you know, we've had to really, you know, coming in to record podcasts and and guests that are comfortable with it. I don't want to do the phone call in. I don't, I really yeah, don't want to do that. I still want to try to keep that element of personalization, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, mean, I do. Exactly. So, and you have to be careful because some people truly, I mean, and we're right in the thick of it. We're back right. in the thick of it. So how has it affected your mother-in-law's business, your family and your business, good and bad?
1: So, um, for me personally, it's affected it for sure. Uh, initially there was that roller coaster of what's this going to look like? You know, um, how do we need to adapt? What do our delivery? What does the delivery look like? We already do at porch drop. So that was really easy to just maintain that in place to the no contact. Um, but something that we kind of struggled wh- with was food supply, mm-hmm. um, sourcing our patterns of sourcing and our schedule. We had to kind of amend that and, and, um, th- figure that out as there were some shortages and there continue to be some do there and to do so. Yeah. Um, we've broadened our menu. So I have more selections. Typically it's a rotating weekly menu, which I still do, but I've added a couple like kid dishes, um, sides, a couple more soups and salads just so people can have some more variety. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the, in the grand scheme of things we're doing okay. Um, and we're doing well. People, um,
0: enjoy our service and want to continue to use our service. So Claudia explain to the listeners and viewers about your service. So you're, you're obviously a chef and you have, you have my sweet roots. So exactly what do you offer?
1: So, uh, we are a personal chef concierge service. We do meal delivery is the bulk of it. So I have a commercial space here in Fort Worth where everything is produced in a state approved facility. And then we deliver all around Fort Worth, Dallas, Burleson, Keller, Weatherford, the surrounding areas. We deliver on Mondays and Tuesdays. And that is um, in bulk for the week. So somebody like yourself would go online on a Friday or a Saturday and order for the Previous, for the following week on a Monday or Tuesday delivery, and you would get your food in bulk for the okay. week. Um, and then outside of that, we do have a crew of chefs that can come to your house and cook in your kitchen while you're at work or, you know, in bulk for the week as well, if you prefer the more personalized service. right? Some people that have very specific dietary re- restrictions um, or preferences would rather that. So we do that. Corporate catering is a huge one. A lot of offices are ordering for their staff to keep them healthy, to keep them recharged, energized. Instead of doing fast food or people skipping meals, they're bringing that into them, which is it's great to see.
0: The chef that yours, the chefs that you're taking out into people's homes, is that something that you developed with COVID? No, no, no. We've always, you've always, you've always had that. That is
1: brilliant. It's not, we don't do a ton of that. We have some clients that are grandfathered in that have been with us for a long time. And then we do have occasionally some additional spots that open up um, for new clients. Uh, But for the most part, our meal delivery is very customizable and very broad. There's a lot of options and it, almost always suits everybody's needs.
0: So do you, I did this when I lived in Austin. Um, I would, I, there was a specific service and it was when I was doing the Whole30 and, yeah. it, and it was, she was very Whole30 paleo. Yep. She had the Whole30 days plan for you. She yep. delivered it. It was perfect because still working and, right. and traveling. So you do different types of meal plans. Yeah, so we, I
1: would consider the, the style of food that I make more of like a primal. You're going to have a little bit of everything food group. You're going to have some quinoa, some rice. You're going to have a lot of vegetables and fruit and meat. I never cook with salt. I never cook with sugar, very, very light on butter now and then. And when I do use dairy or cream, it's something that's easily omitted. So Mm -hmm. I, yes, I would offer a pasta dish with some cream or some dairy in it for kids, but there's lots of other options that don't have that on the menu for people that don't want that. So we're very, very, very clean. We're meant to be Healthy service, not a comfort food. Okay. However, we still do mashed potatoes and meatloaf. So your husband, that box is gonna be checked for him. Right. The whole family can eat the food um together. But you know, I the hashtag I've kind of come up with is unfussy food for all.
0: Right. I read that. That's great. I mean, and that's perfect. So do you have a lot of families that that the mom eats something. Okay. For Monday night dinner, the mom and the kids, do you, did you, I mean, that's a, that's a huge problem. Even as a chef, I struggle with that. Like I say, okay, I'm making
1: sesame chicken tonight. I love it. Husband loves it. I know the kids love it, but getting them to actually eat it is the hard part. Mm -hmm. And then you're tired and you're like, okay, grilled cheese, just easier. And everyone's eating something different. Husband eats at eight, you eat at six. That's a, it's a problem. It's hard. And it's kind of hard to combat that. Um, But I think I do a good job. And I think my clients, you know, enjoy the options that I give them. And, you know, if you stick with something consistency, you get there. Exactly. Exactly. And is it cooked, partially cooked? Everything is fully cooked, just needs to be reheated.
0: Just reheated. And it's in the containers. Yeah, we
1: do uh, recyclable containers. Some of our clients prefer Pyrex, no problem. So we supply the um, exchangeable Pyrex. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of um, clients that have recovered from different kinds of cancers or illnesses that are a little sensitive when it comes to microwave or reheating. So we do offer the Pyrex. Isn't
0: that great? Yeah. That is, I mean, that is that is a service. Yeah, I mean, what a great service that is. Yeah, a little everyone, bit for everything. I know for everyone. So you go online to mysweetroots.com and you see is it a weekly menu yeah. or is it a- the
1: the menu rotates weekly. Some there's some items that are there seasonally um, and don't change as often, but there's always three to four entrees that are new every week, a salad and a soup and a couple sides. You would go online on a uh, Thursday to Saturday and place your order. We're usually full by Saturday. Um, and then the order period closes and all the food is made on Mondays and delivered Mondays and Tuesdays. The Tuesday will be more of the surrounding areas of DFW.
0: So tell me about your staffing. You, um, do you do all the R and D the recipe and development? Do you do, I mean, how many, yeah, gotta have some I've got, I've got
1: some good chefs that, um, come from different ethnicities that bring some really good stuff to the table. And I love that. That's a great motivator for me That is with my staff. I'm like, you bring me something good and Mm -hmm. I'm going to pay you for it. You know, like (laughs) bring me to you dressing sauces, all of it. Um, and most of my chefs have other nighttime jobs working as chefs, other places. So, you know, everyone's kind of exposed to something different, but for the most part, yes, I love to travel. I read, watch TV, social media. I'm, I'm constantly food diving, trying new things. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And when you travel, when we did travel. Yeah. When we did. Yeah. When we travel in people, I, it's, people would laugh at me because I'm like, okay, we're going to LA. All right. I'm going to find out the restaurants to go to the go-to restaurant, not the the ones that have been around forever. The new hip and hot with the new trendy foods, because, you know, every year I get so excited to see the food trends that are happening or the food trends from 2019 to 20. I can't wait to see what 2020 is bringing us. Oh gosh. not much. I don't know. Not much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, in our, in our, you I know, feel like it's a lot of like boxed stuff. It is. It is. And, you know, um, uh, we were recording yesterday about COVID. Uh, but, you know, I sat at a restaurant in Austin because I am still, I am still going. I'm being very, very responsible, going to the places that I know that are being very, very, um, n- careful and cautious. they're following the guidelines sure. for sure. And I'm still promoting, the you know, six feet, blah, 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 still. But I went last week in Austin to um, Emmer and Wright. it's a fabulous restaurant and um, sat outside in 105 degree weather because they're not putting one inside. That's fine. Oh, gosh. But how they've changed. They were a tasting menu with paired with wine. You see it, you yeah. see what they're doing. So, I mean, hip, every, I mean, everything was just trendy edge. Now they're moving this type of concept. That's a pop-up. Yeah. So they were doing rustic Italian. And I went in and it, and it was great, but it was just different. And they were saying, you know what? We're trying to appeal to the masses right now. You know, not everyone would go to a four course tasting. I think it's cost
1: too. I think it's cost too for the restaurants. It's, it's such small margins and the The higher dollar restaurants, those margins just get less and less and less. So the waste, I mean, I love restaurants. We support restaurants. We eat out. Our family has restaurants, but I've never been more happy to not own a restaurant. Oh, oh gosh! And I've kind of during this time proven that my business model is right for me, especially having young kids. For, yes. Initially I said, you know, I do not want to have to worry about how many dinners I need to sell to keep the lights on it's supply and demand. Mm-hmm. It's a space that's not open to the public. And it's just, I'm only making what's ordered. And that worked great when I had young kids, and now I'm, it's just validated. Yes. I'm like, okay, I'm right where I need to be.
0: Claudia has a three-year-old and a five-year-old little boy, two little boys. Yes. He that'll do it. It's wild. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Lots, lots of testosterone in that house. Lots. Lots. You know, um, my husband, when we met, we were dating, and he said, gosh, I Don't you want a restaurant? I mean, because I went to culinary school. I went, no, I don't want a restaurant. I've had more friends love, love, love my, you know, my friends that, and I've seen them suffer. Yeah. Um, Right now, the margins, how do you, how do you, when it was 25%, the margins, you're paying just to keep the doors open or keep your staff, obviously. I mean, just razor thin. I don't know. I mean, I think you lose money. Yeah. You don't, I don't think you can. Yeah. You know, I was sitting, when I was sitting at the table last week at Emma Ryan, I, I really kind of got emotional and I mean, part of that's menopause, but I mean, I got emotional. the heat, yes, I got a little emotional because I'm like, I'm just, my heart bleeds for the restaurateurs, yeah. So many people, but especially us in the industry, it bleeds for the, the, how, how hard they're trying to keep the doors open. And, you know, I, when this first, I'll never forget in March. When all of this happened, I was at a local restaurant picking up all oh, we're all freaking out, you know, can't go in. Yeah. They're lining up the food. It was yep. and everyone's outside. I bet there was fifty people outside waiting for the the uh, curbside. it took an hour. Okay. Oh, yeah. They don't I think I was at that same one. I think I know, which one you know what you're But you know what? I w- this woman just went crazy on this poor little Man. bus bus guy and buster. And I'm like, girl, they don't know how to do curbside. We're all in here drinking margaritas. I mean, did you see the
1: sign at the little donut shop? There's a couple donut shops here in Fort Worth that have a sign. It says, please, the cashiers are not your punching bag. Mm. Mm -hmm. When they quit our, our store closes. So stop. Cool it. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, We're just, we're an entitled, like we're an entitled society and we get comfortable and we live in a bubble and Mm -hmm. a lot of us, not everybody, but yeah, I know we need to learn how to live off the land. You know, (laughs) we all need to get outside a little bit more. We need to grow gardens. If we can, we need to shop local. We need to eat more greens and, you know, kind of scale it back. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's my family. It's a reminder
0: it is that, Hey, like, what can we do? You know, we were talking, Paul and I were talking yesterday about, do you, does everybody really now get how great we had it? I mean, we yeah. had it great. And this world is changing for the better. We do have world issues. We will get better. But this is a reminder of we were spoiled rotten. Yeah. Eesh. So, yes, please don't be mean to the service industry. No. I mean, they just want to keep their jobs and everything. Well, and they just want to pay their bills. I know it. Right. I know. Okay, so tell me in when in your menu, what is your very favorite thing to cook? Oh, it, man. Okay, not home, but your menu item for your business. Is there a favorite for you? I'm really into sauces right
1: now. Mm-hmm. Um because Everyone's kind of got the COVID-15, trying to stay lean. It's hot. So I've been experimenting with different kinds of dressings. That's my thing right now. I, last week, I made a pineapple salad dressing from like real pineapples, mango. I made a chimichurri sauce with orange juice, I'm into sauces and then using those on salads or also using those to marinate. I love that. It's a little bit more of a scientific side, mm-hmm. um, but I'm a fish. I'm a fish girl. Are you really? Yeah. Blackened, grilled, broiled with salsa, with no salsa, like on pasta with vegetable, like <laughs> always. Fish is my jam. Is for it sure. really?
0: Yeah. Okay, are you ready for this? Okay, okay. I can't eat fish. No, I can't. And there, and you know, I'm going to tell everyone why because why? people are like, eat fish because you would assume I eat yeah. fish, right? Would you? Yeah, just, I, you know, I, I mean, so um, I'm I'm a chef for the beef industry and have been forever, but. Um, Fish, when I went to culinary school, um, one of those days, I walked in and in my, in my section, there was five yep. of us, had to walk outside in Charleston, South Carolina, on, on like on, gosh, what am I trying to say? But fish, like you're you're looking at a cartoon character, like piled up. Oh, wow. Okay. You hear me? Like hundreds yes. of fish. Yes. Okay. 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 Our job was to clean those yeah. fish. Uh, okay. All right. So all right. got been it. there. Yep. Yeah, I get it. Clean the fish. It's it's a a lot. Lot. Got it. Got it. Okay. Clean the like fish.
1: De-scale yes. Like de-scale. and Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's- yeah.
0: Girl. So did that, you know, it was hot sun coming in and out, you know, moving and shaking. So I was the only girl in the section. There was four Navy guys. And um, wow. yes. Okay. They had all had restaurant industry um, training training. Not myself, and um, I was going in to be in the media. So, you know, I don't think they really liked me? So they didn't apparently. So I got home in my chef coat that night, and I had full in my both pockets. I'm like, what is in my pocket? Blech. Yep, Blech. I, I know had, what you're. I know where you're yep. going. Fish eyes, fish. It, was it killed just, it. Yeah, it yeah. killed it for you. It did it for me. Can you believe that? I mean, that's some PTSD now. That's what happened. That's the fish story. <laughs> Paul, our producers. There. That's my fish story. Can you talk to someone about that though? So you can at least get the courage to try fish, again? right? No, yeah, I, maybe, you know, cause I think you'd like it, you know? So Greg doesn't like fish, but he'll eat it because he, yeah. you know, the sauce or whatever. So, I mean, i just like, Put it to my mouth. I'm like, oh, I just, I, it's PTSD. I, it's PTSD, but but I mean, what about shrimp? Oh, I'll eat. I'll eat shellfish. Okay, okay. I'll okay. eat shellfish. Sometimes I have a reaction to it, but anyway, I digress. But people, that's why I don't eat fish. That's if funny. anyone out there knows how I can get rid of this issue, I mean, I have more issues than Vogue. But <laughs> seriously, somebody, I mean, but think about the fish. Ye, I eyes. get that. Yeah. I get that. She got me. Now you'll never eat fish again. <laughs> well,
1: no. I mean, I've had to clean fish and it's yeah. the smell lingers. Mm-hmm. And like, even with gloves, I remember like just ugh, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. But I yeah, um, did it. Also, I outside know. and it's just when it's grilled and fresh with herbs. It's so good. Right. I love beef too. I love, I mean, I love all food. Right.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, I really want to be that person, but I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Have you had the Pacific dip? No, I won't. Is it that crazy? And people just think it's fabulous. She's talking about a Pacific table, the yes. Pacific dick. What is in it? I don't even know. I've when- tried to duplicate. I've come close. Really? Yeah. So it's it's smoked whitefish. Negative. Negative, Ghost Rider. Nah.
1: <laughs> Scott, you're right on the first ingredient. What about the mashed avocado part? I. I-
0: I don't know. No, I. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm gonna barf in my cup. Yeah, your li- your <laughs> your mouth. You're like, no, 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 I can't. But I've heard it's so fabulous. It's fabulous. Is it? Mm-hmm. No, Paul. Have you tried it?
2: I have not. But please don't barf in the studio. That Mm-mm. may not be a good video for no, YouTube. No, we're not going to barf in the studio.
0: So, anyway, that's my fish story. That's yeah. so, so, anyway, I would love, and it's so cool. It's so healthy. But, it's, no, I love, a, I know
1: you're a beef girl. I love a good tenderloin yeah. with some blue cheese on top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, hey. Mama's I, happy with
0: that. I love kale. I'm addicted to kale. Yeah. I I honestly crave kale. Have you made kale chips? Absolutely. Yeah, so good. So good. I mean, I love it. So So yes. So definitely has that. So okay, back to your favorite dish. Okay. It's sauces, right? But right now it's sauces. It's like emulsifying and putting sauces. Like if you like
1: kale, like I like kale too. So doing a cooked kale with the sauce, doing a kale salad, emulsifying the kale with the sauce, so- like just sauces in different components, like the different ways I made a chimichurri sauce that I used as a salad dressing. I also used it to marinate chicken. And then I also tossed some roasted potatoes in it. Nice. So it was like chimichurri repurposed three ways. I'm so into that right now. Oh my goodness. Just the diversity on how you can stretch something.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, so your days, so people order. So your days in the kitchen is Monday, Tuesday. So
1: we're actually there Saturdays, Sundays and oh. Mondays and Tuesdays. So Saturday we're kind of sourcing and getting organized Sunday All of our vegetables and fruits are getting chopped, cleaned, Mm -hmm. and prepped. Mondays, all of our protein is cooked fresh, and all the meals are assembled and garnished fresh, labeled, and then delivered on Mondays. There's Mm -hmm. some in the more farther areas that we do on Tuesday, and that food's been prepared Monday, but that is it. Then we're done for the week. The rest of the week is specifically for catering dinners, whatever else mm-hmm. special requests.
0: Right. So your staff, I mean, you do you have how many staff? I do have?
1: have a bu- a handful of chefs. And then I've got one delivery man that's been with me going. He actually texted me the other day and reminded me that it, he just had his four-year anniversary. Oh, isn't that fabulous? Yes. We call him grandpa Steve. He's like a retired man. He's in his 70s.
0: Oh. He's
1: no. just so great.
0: Isn't that great? Yeah
1: great sense of direction. He's retired. So full availability, you know, for a small business owner, that's like prime that when trend? you rely on driving, you
0: know, exactly. He gets to
1: see all these beautiful houses and beautiful women all day long. He's, <laughs> he's got, he this. loves it. He loves it. He's like, okay, go in Blackman house. Like he just
0: loves it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to drop off. I'll yeah. see y'all later. He loves it. He's so
1: I know we do like upwards of 40 deliveries
0: a week. Wow.
1: Sometimes a bit more, sometimes less, Sure. But
0: that is so incredible.
1: Yeah. I I am going to check it out. i I'm def- going to you're getting samples next week so and that's that. Samples. No, no fish, I promise. Can
2: I get a sample uh, you can bring me fish. <laughs> Hell you yeah, you're anything.
1: getting it. <laughs> yep.
2: Deal. Yeah,
1: I
0: know. We
2: love samples. I may
1: put
0: a flamingo pick
2: Ooh. In
1: whatever oh. you order,
0: Paul yes. is sporting his power shirt today. If you can't, well, you can't see him, but he's got fl- pink flamingos all over his shirt. I love right. it. He is so in touch with his self. That's right. It's you very know, if Miami. If I start, if I'm I start
2: getting... acting up, you just stick me in a yard. <laughs>
0: Okay, okay, he's funny. He's a funny one. Okay, yes, I am so excited to try because I loved my food service in uh, Austin. I did use it diligently when Kennedy, my daughter, was in high school. Yep. Very, very simple and easy. And I cook, you know? Yeah, you cook. But you know what? Sometimes, Claudia, I cook, and especially when I'm on a job that I I don't want to cook. Yeah, no, we all need that. We all need that break. Exactly. I bring home
1: my meals for two dinners a week just so it's like done. Or if I go somewhere and the husband's with the, like, it's just, we always have something, right? but we grill a lot, but Damn. yeah, I know it's a nice, there's a lot, My my clientele are women or men that are retired or they're empty nesters and they've done that and they're done. Yes. We have a lot of women that choose not to cook, don't enjoy it and they need help. then uh, there's a lot of single working you know, younger,
0: 20 to 40 age group. That's great. I just want to have something available. And you know, my daughter, I, she senior at TCU and she gets, she gets overwhelmed because she's like, it's the end of the day. I've had class all day, not anymore, but but she's had online and, it's like, I don't know what to get. Right. I got go to the grocery, store, you know. So you know, what does she do? Does she eat on campus? You know what? No, she is living with us now. So okay. I got this. So bit, mama's but, got her yeah. back. But you know, we would prep on Sundays and I would make but you know, yeah. You know how it goes. And I, mean, I know. just she'd eat it all on, you know, earlier. Yeah. But she would eat, she's famous for taco meat. Yeah. I'm like, okay, there's your protein. So but anyway, yes, she she would enjoy something like that and all of her roommates as well. For sure. So.
1: We do a lot of sorority stuff too. Unfortunately, they're not having that but for rush and all that year after year, we've been very involved with several TCU sororities <sighs> and we do their like welcome committee stuff where they, we do their rush week, all the lunches. Just so that's a,
0: yeah. The world is going virtual. I know. I know. I know. My I think it'll, it
1: come, it's going to come back though. People still like that experience of going into a bookstore and touching it or seeing the clothes and
0: sure. I know. And you know, when I go to the grocery store, we were talking about this with our COVID yesterday, but, but, um, when I go to the grocery store, I, I'm a little thrown off because you know, when you go to the grocery store, you're, you know, you see people and you're, you just, you know, you acknowledge now it's just like you, I know face down, like don't breathe. Sorry. Yeah. I I mean, I had a woman yell at me the other day. I could not. my daughter and I, because I didn't realize. I try to get most things delivered, but I didn't realize it was one way down the grocery store Stop. aisles. One way, so That's, she and I came. Kennedy and I came down. We were going in the the, the exit way, and she went. She had the mask on, and she's like, "Wrong way!" Oh, like, oh my. God. okay people you need to pray for her yes i do and a xanax i mean yeah yeah, because come on y'all yeah i mean my daughter and i weren't we didn't mean anything i mean stop (laughs) if you're that concerned you don't need to be in the grocery store store in the first place i know I, I,
1: i order a lot too i order paper towels Pull ups, wipes, you know, water, that stuff. But I am not gonna stop going
0: to the grocery store to pick my apples. Oh. Like I'm not doing that. No, that I works for some people, but not for this mom. No, no, no. no. And you know, going I, when I have risked getting vegetables at yep. Central Market. Yep. And they bring me the strawberries that are no, no, or the lettuce that you open and it. Yeah. Yeah. No smells no. like the fish eyes. Well, the- and then it's like double the work <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you got to go back. Yeah. So yes, you're right. The paper towels and toilet paper. I got Sure. This.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's just proper delegation. I always say as a business owner to elevate, you need to delegate. Exactly. So I don't think anybody of us need to be shopping for paper towels anyways. Right. right. But I, I find joy in getting those little things for my kitchen, the it's- candles, the incense, the
0: fresh flowers, all of it. Right. So tell me about the other components of your business. For example, um, weddings, but my friend that's a florist has been a little busy lately with weddings because I'm sure a wedding is a big part of your. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is. I, we've kind of, a lot of it's been canceled and people are doing more food trucks. They're doing more boxed meals. It just looks a little different. Mm -hmm. I've done a, a bunch of kind of planning and sourcing and that kind of stuff, but we haven't really done any weddings in the last
0: right I'm okay with that. Yeah.
1: I'm okay. I'm kind of focusing more on more recipe development for the on the weekly meal delivery stuff and trying some new stuff that I've been meaning to try that's on my
0: list and um, seeing well, how that works. The the weddings, yes, you know, coming back, who knows. I mean, people want to have large large weddings yeah. and, and do that. But you're also doing at home, like cooking parties, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we've done that. We've done some Botox party. Oh, nice. Yes. I'll take some samples.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me too. Right here. How fun. Yeah. We do a lot of that. We've done, um, what else? Like, bachelorette like pre just showers a lot of showers a lot of like book clubs just little girls nights right where they're like okay we're doing a socially distanced driveway party (laughs) and like I've had a, a client, a long-term client of mine ordered, you know, a full dinner. She set it up on a table in her driveway
0: and How everyone kind of came and went. And do you do, I think I read this. Do you do because I've certainly done this before is go and actually have a an in-home cooking class.
1: Yeah. yeah. Cooking classes. I mean, that's great. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people that just need a little, you know, they're stuck on their Instapot or they're stuck on their oh. slow cooker or they're stuck on the three recipes, and the husband's kind of like, all right. We need to try something different. They just need a little push. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. I love go- going in and consulting and showing a mom or a woman or a, a man some new tricks. Right.
2: You're hired. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I've had burgers for the past three weeks. Have you?
1: Burgers are good? Which means? For mean, three weeks no, every night? Every no. night? Every every night? Every like night. you're going out
0: and getting burgers? No, no, you're no. making it.
2: Yeah, because I don't do bread, really. I don't. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do. I just get, I go to Central Market and get the, the, the ones from the meat.
0: The cowboy burgers or yeah. yeah yeah where it
2: has the jalapenos yeah. and the yeah. cheese in it. Yeah. And there's only so many of those I can eat. For sure. Leg.
0: So
1: my thing right now is the bison burger. Mm-hmm. I've been using so, a lot of so bison. Mm-hmm. Put some sage in there. I use applesauce as a natural sweetener.
0: Nice. Mm. It's oh my gosh, that sounds mm. fabulous. With the
1: sage, it's so good. Oh gosh. Like we we can't stop. <laughs> my husband's like, these are so good. Just bring them home in bulk. And then I make like an adobo ranch. Oh, nice. Sliced avocados, a fried egg. I'm really do I need to go tired of
2: these chef shows because I. Every time <laughs> we're 33 minutes in and I'm starving. Yeah. I don't usually <laughs> eat till about 12 or 1. <laughs>
1: so I'm starving too. What do you got back there?
2: <laughs> Nothing. I may have a cheese stick.
1: Hey, get your. Let's favor something.
2: <laughs> I know, right?
1: Specific <laughs> Just go to
2: mysweetroots.com and yeah, see go, what we can <laughs> get.
0: See if Claudia can There's get it that.
1: There's no one there. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that is insane. <laughs> Three weeks of ha- hamburgers and you've not bulked up. No. Uh, easy there. Oh, no.
2: Well, no, I mean, it's just the meat. Oh, That's you're not I, eating the bread. I'm not eating I'm the bread. Sorry, you no, said that. no, no. I don't eat the bread. Really? I got to watch my girlish figure. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Win his flamingo shirt. Maybe
1: you should start eating the bread then if you think you have a girlish figure.
2: No, no, no. I love my curves and oh. I want to keep them where they are. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so yes, I, I agree. The 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 food people get stuck. I I I did a recipe development for Instapot. I saw that. Okay. Did the recipe develop for it. It was it was great. But I'm just now I love crock pots. I do love crock pots. You I know, know I'll just I know throw it, this game yes. I mean. But I just I'm just like, I golly. know. Well it. It, it's a
1: tool mm-hmm. and it's a tool for certain people. Some people like curling irons, some people like blow dryers. <laughs> like it's just the Instapot pot and the yeah. crock pot yeah. is a tool. Exactly. I'm I, I like to brown, I like to saute. I know you can do all of that, yes. but the shape, the seat, ste- yeah. it's not my jam. Yeah. I, I have gotten into the air fryer. Have, have you used the air fryer? You know what? I
0: have not. Okay, really?
1: I was resistant until somebody physically brought one to my house and the crispness no. of this fried chicken that was made with no oil. I, I was in love. you was like, kidding. wow. And then I did a little hash with like sweet potatoes and zucchini and onions mm-hmm. in the air fryer. And it was so crispy, no grease, no oil, no cleaning up the splatter around my stove or the heat. That's a cool tool. Wow! Yeah, we should do a little.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You know, I am a resistant because I do love the crock pot, and I have done crock pot recipes my whole life. Sure, chili, queso, oh, all that stuff. All like that's great. yeah, right. My short ribs, I'll do. And yeah, but but I I did get the new crock pot finally, but I still can't mm-hmm. stop using my old one because I love it so much. I, I can't break up with it yet. But it does do the searing and so on and so forth. But I, any recipe I put on my website or any recipe that I do, can I do? in my instapot i don't know
1: yeah i don't know yeah and then the whole like i've never even as a chef i've never figured out the whole like water ration like when you do a crock pot or instapot like they have these great one pot lasagna Mm -hmm. where
0: you put the how much water i'm used to the rice the boiling like i can't Mm -mm, my brain just doesn't right Right. See, I, I, I do the, I like to do either soups or chilies or sure. or a whole chicken sometimes. Sure. But no, no. But hey, Instapot is fabulous. I mean, people, it gets them to cook so, at home. So fabulous. Yeah. It's
1: opening doors and making things
0: easy, which that, at the end of the day, that's
1: all that matters. It not being a great fit for me, mm-hmm. you know, holds right. you no. Know,
0: but hey, you know what? People and people are learning that... I learned to cook. I I don't that I was in a backup. Yeah. I am a long line of cooks, chef, restaurant owners and bakers. And so I, it came very naturally sure. to me. Sure. In the blood. But let me tell you the the number and you know this, the number of young men and women that do not know how yeah. to cook, it is mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And basic 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 I know I know it just blows my mind so yeah. Yeah. I think it's a it's a very especially
1: now with COVID like going back to that I don't mean to cut you off but the, this is the time we need to be teaching our children oh. like teach them how to wash some grapes like start small my five-year-old I mean he makes a fried egg sandwich nice. I mean I'm turning the stove on for him sure. and I'm standing there but no he cracks that like it's so important mm-hmm. to also create and to raise independent humans, sure. you know, they need to know they're going to be independent and they're going to feel independent and feel that power
0: that kids need to feel when they're taught these things. Right. You know, my daughter's was show this. I, it, it came to fruition at Easter because Thanksgiving, Christmas, she'll go, mom, where are these recipes? Like if something were to happen. Sure. And I'm like, they're up here. Yeah, I mean, they're like in that. my head. So, um, you know, after writing three cookbooks, um, I you would think I'd have all my recipes written down. And I'm learning with my website to do it. But she made me, oh. at Easter, she's like, okay, let's, she cooked it. We wrote it I down. love that. Yeah, so, and it just, I was like,
1: golly, I would hate. Seriously. I need to do better at that, too. I've got, like, scribble notes that I rip. I've got, like, a pile of, like. But mm-hmm. it needs to be like scrapbooked or bound yeah. or like type something.
0: Yeah, I know. And that who has time for that? Nah, Especially with mean, two boys. Yeah, I mean, I could barely put the laundry away. <laughs> exactly. Scrapbook my recipes. Exactly. It's like a dream. <laughs> oh my who has time for that? <laughs> okay, so, all right, tell me your first. Like, how did you become passionate about food? Because because you're very passionate about food. Yes. I've mean. always been passionate about food. My
1: my parents' cooking was always family time. We were always there and involved if it was setting the table or just sitting there for conversation. Very European. My, both my parents are immigrants from Europe. So it, it just came very naturally. And I was raised that's, that sense of community and family and time together, like non-negotiable. So I was always preparing something. Wow. And um as I got older I just started preparing more and wow. I always had f- full freedom in the kitchen. So your mother's
0: from My your, mom, she's Hungarian. Yeah,
1: my mother's Hungarian. Um and immigrated to Canada when she was a little girl and my dad is South African. Wow. Um and came to Canada as well uh for university. And really? My grandparents Hungarian. There's a lot of uh roots there my dad did some education in Italy so he's got a that flair with cooking and makes fantastic pastas he was a, my both mother and father figure were great food influences very different in style uh, but i got to see both parents like in the kitchen sweating, Mm
0: -hmm. messy, swearing, (laughs) mixing, like all of it. Sure. Very passionate about food. So you were telling me that you're Jewish with a Mediterranean vibe and lots of color. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I love that. Yeah. We love the holidays, all holidays. And I love Mediterranean food's probably my favorite. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anything fresh. Right. Fresh. Fish. Grilled. Yeah. Fish. fish. So good. (laughs) Chicken. All of it. But anything fresh and a lot of citrus. Yes. That. So is it's my favorite. And just kind of, you know, when I moved here, I, it was hard for me to find work. I was I spent a lot, a, a large part of my early twenties in the business industry in Canada. I had stepped away from food for a little bit. And then when I moved here, it was a full restart. When I got married, I, you know, just gone through the immigration process and I didn't have a community of friends or women or anything. And it was hard for me to find work. And a couple of years in, I just decided, you know, I'd always gotten compliments on my food. I love to have dinner parties. Right. And somebody said, why don't you just make your food? See if anybody wants to buy it. Wow. Like, like this light bulb. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This so I, background. so I did it. Just, and one of my girlfriends started buying my food and then another, and then Stephanie Perry was a
0: huge influence. She started telling her clients right. that was a major catalyst. Stephanie Perry with D method. That's now yes. Southside Filotti. Yes. Wow. That is interesting. I was going to ask you all, yeah, how you I met. worked out with her. I well, started working out with Stephanie. Did you? Man, back
1: 2012. Okay. Yeah. Long time ago. Wow. And I was kind of cooking and I'd bring her some stuff. Her and Val, I'd bring them some stuff and they'd eat it and let me know what they thought. And then they'd buy some and then they'd tell their clients. and
0: Yeah. Word of mouth. Yeah. Um, you worked out at a booty, a booty house yeah. then. Okay, I that's, did. Uh, that's where we all yeah. started. Yep. Isn't that funny? Oh, my goodness. Yep. Okay. So um, the passion, I was, I don't know if you've listened to my podcast with Chef Carlos Cruz. I did. He, much like yourself, uh, both parents from totally different backgrounds, and that's where his passion, his grandparents, and going, I think he's in Argentina, and seeing these different, Yep, I mean, just the passion. And he was talking to me because he has a catering. He doesn't do the meal service, I don't think, but he does have a catering business yep. and fabulous. And he does, yeah, you, I, know, you know, his pictures are phenomenal. phenomenal. Can you believe his website? Yeah, He's great. Much like yourself. But we were talking about... Um and we were talking about staffing and then how COVID, of course, but he said that you cannot teach a chef passion. Yeah, no. You can go to culinary school and check the box, but you cannot teach the passion about ingredients and yeah. cooking. And do you agree? I totally agree. Yeah. I know. He said totally. you can tell the difference in a chef that has passion and a chef that's just Yeah. And it's
1: interesting to see that with the staff that I've had over the years, you know, most of my staff have been with me for several years. I've got great retention, but that's another conversation. But some of them, one of my main chefs right now, he, um, he's been doing this for like 25 years. He's always been a short order line cook. Um, he's Hispanic from Mexico and been in the States for a long time and his passion. It's like, so, you know, when he like makes his tortillas and like, he's just like very passionate, but it's a very different kind of, pa- it's just, it's beautiful to see and to watch.
0: Isn't that great? Yeah.
1: So do and the me, creative that comes out, the creativity that comes out. And
0: so you're not holding the reins on your, your staff. No.
1: I mean, I'm always like, bring something show me. Bring, yeah. I have another chef that did the whole, uh, chicken spaghetti. And I was like, no, Velveeta defies everything I stand for. I'm not doing it. Like I'm not offering that. That's not healthy enough. Um, like we're not, we're not doing that as a dish. Like, no. And he kind of pushed, he was like, you want creativity. You want me to bring stuff to the table. The kids are going to like that. Like your kids might not, but other, so I kind of said, okay, <sighs> took a deep breath and I kind of, let that fly. And I mean, we sold a lot of chicken spaghetti.
0: You did? Yeah.
1: So that goes back to kind of our mission. You know, we're, we're lean and mean and clean and unfussy, but yeah, we're going to have some, a Mm -hmm. couple dishes here, but you know, I cut it with broth. We, we have a a twist where we kind of keep it healthy. We're using a good pasta. We're using real meat on top. So wow, it has our, my sweet roots spin to it.
0: It does. Yeah. So are you using just you're not using like a quinoa pasta or anything like that. Did I do. You, yeah. Did you times, try that? Yeah, yeah. I've I mean, tried that.
1: I have some some of the gluten free yeah. people that still want to be able to indulge. Yeah. The rice or the quinoa pastas, it the way bother. it has, it to, doesn't bother me. No, I mean yeah. we do a fried rice, but we made it make it with quinoa. Mm-hmm. So good. It's like chicken
2: fried
0: quinoa. Are you dying, Paul?
2: Yes, this is just like torture. (laughs) I'm over here looking at favor, trying to see what the heck I'm going to order here in a minute.
0: You're not focusing.
2: It's just not okay. over here, chicken <laughs> fried quinoa and all yeah, this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mean, this meanwhile, is not okay. Meanwhile, my street r- sweet roots is bu- booked for the next <laughs> month and we can't get in, Paul.
2: Oh, I know. This no, is no, like, no,
0: don't worry, you're in.
2: This is not okay. Send
0: me the recording schedule and we'll get you in the books, okay? Deal. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hysterical. Uh, so the chicken spaghetti. Oh my gosh, my husband would die for that. I know people See, I don't love it like that. I, I don't, don't cook. and I
1: never ate like that. Like we. I grew up just very Euro, like you have a protein, you have a veggie and you've got a solid, like that's you're good. It. So came to the, when I came to the States at 25, I was exposed to these like American classics that I just didn't have, right. you know, chicken fried steak. Like I never even heard of that in my, so, and, but people want that. And I had to, as a business owner, I kind of had to step Wow. outside of my comfort zone and,
0: you know, find meat in the middle. You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because as a business owner and doing something that honestly, I do know media, I know, I know how to do you know, TV, cooking shows, whatever, but having someone push you beyond your limits yeah. is what happened to you, Right. Yeah. And, and it worked. Yeah. And
1: then after that, I was like, okay, well maybe I can make a healthy, like I love a chicken Alfredo, you know, but maybe I can do that, that the kids and the husbands and everyone likes it, but maybe it's, it's made with half and half instead of heavy cream. So the mom will still eat it and like coming up with ways to diversify mm-hmm. even more. And I think I've really mastered that in the last seven years. And now I'm at a place where I've got a great list of comforts and cheat meals, but that are still clean enough that right the Pilates mom
0: will eat that. Exactly. You know, um, I do not have... I'm not lactose intolerant. I do not have celiacs, but I do have sensitivities to both. So um, to gluten and dairy. And so I... I, the kid that we had the grandchildren this weekend and they wanted pancakes. They just wanted pancakes. I'm like, okay. Well, I, heavenly day. I didn't have milk. Okay. Oh. I get up Sunday morning. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I had my coconut milk didn't and work. I went, I'm going to try it. Oh, and I was like, trying to, pour it without I feel like anyone seeing it. Water works better sometimes. No. It was fabulous. Oh, good. It was. Unbelievable! Oh, what the best news? So after my my husband was just like, "This is the best I've ever had in my life. This is so good. Oh my gosh, this is the best pancakes I've ever had in my life." Perfect. What'd good you man. do differently? I went, "Dude, look, my coconut milk that my, it was coconut creamer actually that oh. I have for my coffee. So well, there it is. But, like the better half for the so, yes. yeah 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 yeah. I mean." It worked like a charm and the kids loved it. And awesome. I felt good about myself.
1: <laughs> I've had a lot of clients and friends that have gluten and dairy sensitivities. And I find that when you're eating it in its purest form, you're usually not as sensitive when you're doing the bottled sauces or things that are processed. That's when those sensitivities kind of show in the body. Right. Do you ever use a bottle dressing? In no, no. no. I mean, we'll use soy sauce. Right and sesame oil. And those are the two and maybe a little Sriracha, right. but nothing is, I mean, our teriyaki, everything we make is scratch made scratch made. And that's so important. You can taste the difference. And after, I mean, I have clients that order 52 weeks of the year after them eating for 52 weeks, they can taste the difference. If, oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, processed foods and uh, you're know, you're not know, believe my un- my undergraduate degree at TCU was food science and nutrition. Oh wow! So I didn't food, know that. food science. I can't imagine we were trying to make Twinkies last for 20 years on a shelf. Oh. It was it was food science. I yeah, mean at that at that time in the 80s, and so um, yeah, now I try to educate. If you look at an ingredient, okay, I mean, there's a person that, that you they'll buy the the salad dressing from. Sure. Them. They're at turn and look at it. If there's 30 ingredients, you've got a problem. If you can't pronounce the ingredients, yep. you have a huge problem. That's processed food, people. Just FYI. Yeah, and so. even
1: the healthiest stuff. Yes. I mean, and it, there, is you good, can't, there, there is some is some great products out there, and we can't always have everything from no. scratch. Have I never had Chick-fil-A salad with their squeeze? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But, Anything that's processed is going to have citric acid and it's going to have a preservative to make it not go bad. And that, you know, causes inflammation, it causes water retention, all of these things as women that we don't want. Exactly. So if all. you start there and work backwards, I mean, there's a clear map.
0: Because if you are creating a salad dressing, okay, I have my salad dressing, my acid, my oil, my flavor, about five ingredients, okay, yeah. for mine, probably yeah. five ingredients. All right. Um, Not 37 to 40. No. Don't do that. I mean, look at labels. I mean, that's that's a. I mean, we are digressing into some serious health. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: but, but anyway, I make my oil, vinegar, lemon, salt, pepper, and Dijon mustard with a little bit of fresh garlic salad dressing. People just keel over and they're like, "Oh, this is, is the so best good." Thing. So <laughs> they like dip their chicken in it, and I'm like, "It's just you it's don't good. get more classic Clean. French." Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know. It, after doing the fi- I, my major food science and nutrition, then went to culinary school. Totally different. I mean, when was it? Ninety. How old am I? Fifty. We don't know.
2: Twenty nine.
0: Last year. <laughs> yes. Last year, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. You're such a brand new chef, and you're just fantastic. <laughs>
0: exactly. Thank you so much, Paul. Oh my goodness, the flamingo guy. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, seriously though, going from the world of processed foods and how to shelf life to Going to culinary school where it was the opposite end in the spectrum, of course, you know, classically French trained and your mindset, your total different mindset. So I've seen both. But yes, make your food if you can. But hey, you know what? Instapot. That's why we have the Instapart. Or call me. Exactly. call Claudia. There's joint del- routes. Did you see their delivery time? Oh. <laughs> there's
1: there's a lot of great resources out there and there's a lot of great businesses and services here in Fort Worth, everywhere, that offer similar similar things.
0: Right. Well, I'm excited. I'm trying it. Paula knows trying it, right? Yeah, you're trying. Okay.
2: I'm signing up actually right now for the latest updates <laughs> and features on the homepage. <laughs>
0: I love him. Yeah. <laughs> everyone loves Paul. He, yeah, he, I love Paul. Okay, your first food memory is that back in the kitchen. I mean, do you have a first food memory? I know. Let me wait till the end of the show, man. I don't know. I know.
1: I mean, I've had a lot of great memories. I think when I think like memory, I don't know why I automatically go like negative, but I I have a lot of memories of my parents making me eat right. salad. Right. And yeah. now I now I make the best big salads and like all eat salads as a meal. Right. But that was always a big and we always did it the European way where you have salad after dinner. Really? Yeah, you always have salad after after dinner, because wow. it helps you digest. Okay. And I hated the salad. So that's like a vivid memory.
0: Okay. So it's, and it doesn't have to all always be, Yeah, but I have a couple, one of them's negative. My, um, my family, French from Quebec oh. and, mm-hmm. and, um, in Louisiana could not get any French. Do you speak? No, not anymore. Not a, not you know a, what? If you don't use it, you lose, you lose it. That's true. Yes, and I took it in high school. Oh, but um, Bonjour. yes, yeah, I do know what Bonjour. that is. that's about it.
2: <laughs> oh, <So, How> c'est <about laughs> Oh my goodness. Je m'appelle Paul. Oh, bon what bon in the world? Yeah, how you like that, <laughs> <Apple>? <laughs> Mr. Flamingo man knows some French.
0: Oh, he does, <laughs> Mr. Flamingo knows some
2: French. Just call me Flamingo.
0: You know what? Ooh. That's the name Jean of the podcast. Claude Flamingo. <laughs> Mr. Flamingo knows some French. Now, there's a podcast name for sure. That's it. For sure. But th- the the early days of being on my knees on a chair stirring roux. And I'm not oh. talking about a half a cup of flour and a half a cup of oil. No, like even parts. We're talking about five cups, five wow. cups. Massive, massive cast iron skillet. And you stood there all day because oh, roux yeah. was a staple in a... Folgers coffee can that yep. you just scooped out of it yep. for gumbo, like yeah, and gumbo and from chickens from the 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 uh, yard. I that mean, it doesn't sound like a good memory either. No, so but we're yeah. kind of like, yeah, but if, yeah, but that I right now I can taste the gumbo and smell it and yeah, you know, and they were trying to teach us, but my poor knees on yeah. them, yeah, you know, and I probably was in trouble or something and it got you know, you know, it was you know. um, being punished possibly and that you had to start child labor labor.
1: yeah (laughs) child labor i mean that's (laughs) That's when i was growing up that's it that's it yeah you're gonna peel these carrots
2: i I didn't know that was illegal that's what i do with my son i mean he's my servant until he's 18
0: (laughs) for sure i mean
2: 100 percent
0: 1000 percent. but it also teaches some grit. It no. does. It does. So mom, my mom, I always garden, always mm-hmm. garden massive. I mean, like, I mean, there's only four of us, I mean, five of us. And, um, I remember my summers getting up early and going to pick cucumbers and we would put, now this sounds disgusting, but we would put them in the bathtub and to clean them and pickle, make pickles. Yeah. I mean, make pickles and similar. Yeah. You know, just a similar. And I, and goodness gracious, you know, all my friends are going to camp. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. That's another not good memory. Yeah, I know. I know anyway yeah food memories but yeah yeah i mean the, i do have a good one my mom in the 70s would have fondue parties oh yeah and i would sneak down underneath the table and i'd watch all the women had on the big bell bottom oh. pants and they had the fondue the chocolate and, or the cheese the both oh. she
1: had two pots of in, chocolate in and cheese i distinct that that brings one of mine i remember in canada going skiing and they would have fondue with the ski
0: yes yeah. Mm. Yes, mm. and she would. Can you favor some fondue, please? <laughs> fondue, please. It's, he's not. He's um, lost. Uh, uh, <laughs> <long, he's, laughs> flamingo man?
2: I'm favoring fondue.
1: Please, the cheese kind.
2: Yeah, Extra what, what kind of cheese?
1: Um, I think it's like though.
0: Yep. yes exactly animal? yeah mm-hmm. that's a good memory yes though. absolutely and she would do Um. she would make it with beer uh, i know fresh cut songs. french
1: fries like fresh cut and fried and like fresh french fries mm-hmm. are the greatest thing also i have a lot of memories about that oh wow heavily seasoned like so salty that you're like
0: i haven't had a french like fry you need, no i haven't i know like if it's real like, yeah, you know, I think one time I might've taken a bite of my husband's and they were horrible. Yeah. I'm like, why would you waste, waste wine? Can you
1: get a good fry in Fort Worth? Yeah. You
2: can get a pretty good fry. Can you wear? where? Yeah. I'm trying to think of where I've gotten good fries. Um, no,
1: no. to think no, about Let's back up. Yeah. I guess good not. fries. That oh, That's not like, what we're talking about. Like we're talking phenomenal about phenomenal fries. Yeah. Like blow your socks off fries. Okay.
2: Yeah. Probably not. People, yeah. you know, people just don't make fries like they should.
1: I mean, not a
0: lot of places. I like make... them
2: crispy. Yeah. I like them. Where did I have In and Out Burger
0: I? makes some great fries, guys. Really? Yeah, oh, they that, really I'm do. Just... They really do. I, I know. know. I know. Look at you. They fries. are hand cut. <laughs> <laughs> Roll... Are they
1: hand cut? I mean, that's the key.
2: They are. They, they hand are hand cut. cut and they're just they soak not seasoned them In enough. the salt
1: water, they're not seasoned enough.
2: I gotta have like Cajun seasoning. Yeah, absolutely. All kinds of fun like you gotta be
0: parched after a fry. You gotta be.
2: Exactly. But
0: the, but the reason, I think, is because they're probably doing that for younger uh, people, children, that do not want that sure. extra. So they're doing it for the... Well, cost. Yeah, yeah. Salt is expensive. So they are exactly. enabling
2: yeah. an unintelligent palate. This is And I'm is not true. okay with that.
0: This is true. Peeling of the masses. That's I true. Now, no, I, I know we've had good fries. Okay, I want to know out there, what is the best fry in Fort Worth? anyone Anyone. I, I'm so I'll some go. people though i think it comes also comes down to
1: shape some people like the shoestring mm-hmm. uh, i don't mind it but it, that's not my jam right i want like a classic like square shaped mm-hmm. fry
0: yeah exactly i don't want to i don't know fry. where that is i don't forth. want a waffle i don't i don't want, I don't want a, a waffle fry no Mm-mm. no i don't want a waffle fry. <laughs> No. i want right
2: there's when there's too much potato it's like there, there's got to be a good balance. It's like those giant steak fries. Not a huge no, fan I'm of them. No, I'm not those. either. It's too much potato.
1: I've made a nacho board though out of waffle fries, like okay, a sugar that curry board, amazing. but like a waffle, like a waffle fry with avocado and cheese and pieces of pineapple, chives
2: and, and chives and yes. sour
1: cream, and, and that's good. But it's also really gluttonous. I was
0: like,
2: mm, oh, after I
0: like say, <laughs> and I, I, I love a good,
2: good cheese. Oh, I
0: love cheese. It, it, doesn't like me, but, but, I'm um, if you have not witnessed Claudia's charcuterie board, go and look on her website to the gallery. You have photos yeah. on there. I, but I've, i mean, yeah, I've, or the Instagram. Yeah, Instagram at my her, sweet roots. At my sweet roots. Everyone, are you joking? Fabulous. Thank you. Now. That is an art. I mean, honestly, that is passion and art. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is. That that is. And practice. What do you like to put on your your boards?
1: So I usually do three cheeses, sometimes four, a a hard, a medium, and a soft cheese. Um, Lots of fruit. Cucumber, a must for me. Uh, Crackers, nuts, some dried fruits, always olives and pickles, Mm -hmm. non-negotiable. And then maybe one dip like a pesto or a hummus, sometimes that hummus is a little garlicky. I don't always want that mixing with the, if you're doing yeah. a lot of wines, you know, you don't want anything too strong. And then you need to have the chutneys and the jams. the honeys, are there. the honeys, the infused honeys, the strawberry jam, the chutney. Ugh. Do you source it from a particular? No, it's very seasonal. What I can find, what I eat that I love. There's like a couple Jam it, jam. Have you had them? They're
0: Fort Mm-mm. Worth. Mm-mm. It's a Fort Worth lady.
1: Wait, jam it, jam. I see I think it. It's I called.
0: see it. Maybe. Yeah. Jam it jam. It's good. Really? Yeah. She's got some good jams that I've used. Okay. And you back up your cucumber. Is it just a fresh English or? Yeah.
1: So I love the Persian. If you can find it, the smaller little ones mm-hmm. and I kind of bias cut them. It gives it a fun shape and just make a big pile it's very rustic right oh, didn't right. mean to hit that and um but cucumbers are so fresh and crisp mm-hmm. and if you like to stay off the crackers which i think all of us women we want to enjoy the cheese board but we don't want all those carbs the cucumber is so good you can make like little sandwiches mm-hmm. absolutely yeah prosciutto a good hungarian hard salami
0: Hmm. there you go can we favorite cheese board <laughs>
2: I need one bad. So <laughs> my mom does a lot of this stuff. You know, she'll have cheese boards and stuff and it's it's amazing. So what we do is we take a real small, like, um, real small cracker, yep. real thin, and we'll take um, more, a harder cheese, usually mm-hmm. something wine yep. type, you know, infused with, and then we uh, put a walnut and then a little dollop of honey. Yes. It's so good. That honey and cheese and walnut is just incredible with all that.
1: And the charcuterie boards really evolved over the years. Oh, like gosh. I've been eating them for years. Oh, now gosh. it's this like art piece that's very condensed and like almost borderline. It's beautiful, but messy. Mm-hmm. I grew up or, you know, years ago, it was just like a couple of things Right.
0: Very, of course. Very very elegant. Yes. Very
1: elegant. Very elegant. Just like you know, cheese, some meat. Yes.
0: A little dip, and that's
1: it. Very simple. Now it's like,
0: yeah, very geometric. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Geometric. And and see, I still um, do that. What I for many years I would do just a beautiful brie, and 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 I would just have the knife next to it, and then I'd have a beautiful piece of blue cheese, and no one would cut it. Yeah. Oh, so at the end of the evening, people are afraid to, t- they're like, we're afraid to touch I it. Know. I'm like, you're a weenie. I think weaning. that's a Southern thing. Yeah. Though. Yeah. You're a weaning because let's get in there. Yeah. So-
1: that's so an hour s- slice. You yeah. Know, or a crumble. Yeah. Or you need to like, just yes. get it started. Yeah. They just, I noticed that in catering, like white women don't eat, you wow. know, you may end up editing this out, but they don't. hmm Yeah. you know. You get like different ethnicities and different kinds of catering events and women eat yeah southern white women or they wait till the end of the night or like three glasses of wine in <laughs> but they're very like it's you can almost like under food cost it because they just don't they're right. Really, like right just, i have. They had, don't want anybody to see you know
0: right very me i'm like judger yeah
1: you could yeah i want that what yeah. do you gotta what do you gotta like i right. just want
0: everything exactly you know i'm i'm, ter- I'm telling you i have had many cheese boards that i and charcuterie boards that no one touched the yeah. cheese. I mean, so I'm like, okay, now I'll start, and now I do slice it, and it's, I don't know, but I'm I love the bountiful that you do and everything, but I still you. I still do the really geometric, yeah, old school. You know, maybe the and we're doing the bountiful
1: because that's what the market wants. Yeah, you know? but gosh. at home we're doing like the buffalo mozzarella, the
0: basil, a little <laughs> bit of balsamic, some grapes. That's it. Oh my gosh! Through COVID, my daughter has developed a love affair with goat cheese. Yeah, so good. I mean, and it's good for my yes. gut, for sure. But she loves, I mean. So With honey, have you had that one? I accidentally bought the Vermont. So like, good. Oh my gosh. So I put it in my salad and I went, oh my gosh, fresh berries. And it's fabulous. I've
1: had it where they like roll it in nuts. Yes. And then they put a little, you could do like a gluten-free breadcrumb. And then it's lightly sauteed just to get the breadcrumb. Crispy and then it goes on top of a salad. It's like a medallion. And yes.
0: Like, and yes. it kind of
1: oozes, but it's not
0: Love melted. Love some goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Love some goat cheese. I know, I know. If we haven't uh, made all why, of our didn't, why did I bring champagne? I should have brought food, <laughs> food right? <laughs> Full spread. Seriously. That should, Seriously, be, like that should
2: be part of a contract. So I listen, if the ball. you're a chef, you have to bring your favorite dish. Yes. Yes. You
0: know what? I think. Yeah, I dropped the ball, guys. No, no, you didn't drop. Let's it. redo. Okay, okay so uh, <laughs> redo. I'm salivating, by the way. I'll Thank be back you. in three hours. <laughs> so, so uh, Claudia walks in. At, well, she was here, and um, she said, "I I took it upon myself to bring a bottle of champagne." And I went, "Oh my gosh!" Because at one point I had the beverages on the show, and and it was morning, and someone made a comment. Of course, Tiffy getting old.
2: Schnockered on 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 the, on the so what yeah. who wh-
0: whose name is here <laughs> exactly like let her I get schwa- like who cares yeah. so I didn't offer it for the morning recordings so I should have asked she said I was going to ask my like, oh my gosh I should so what do we have here we have Paul some random sponsors cups so we thank you if you're on if you're on uh, YouTube you can take a peek oh you're out. Cheers, girl! I drank that like ten minutes ago. Cheers, <laughs> oh I know I, talking know, I know. About all that cheese, I was like, "No cheese, but there's wine." <laughs> so we are going to my sweet roots to take a peek, and I can't wait to try your 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 beautiful, fabulous entrees. Are you in town, town next week? Are you traveling? No, are traveling.
1: you traveling? Okay, well, no, we'll chat after weeks. this. Yeah. But
0: yes, absolutely.
1: When you get by,
0: look at him. Look at Paul. Oh my gosh!
2: I'm in town next week. <laughs> Just letting you know.
0: Well, aren't we planning a wedding?
2: No, nah, right now.
0: Oh gosh!
1: Not I right mean, now.
2: Falls, there are other falls things falls that need to take care of first. Okay. Like okay. COVID.
1: Well, when that ha- <laughs> when the planning starts.
2: Oh deal. Oh wow. We got Absolutely. some deals
0: moving here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I know. We can do a little taste.
2: <laughs> Anytime. I mean, even if it's not even my f- <laughs> for my wedding, and you just need like a a male's perspective Perfect. on tasting, and your husband, you know, can't make it to the test, the, the actual taste test. Just call me. Perfect. I wear the flamingo. Bring the shirt. camera,
0: and we'll make a video out of it. Deal done. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show so today. So happy to be here. Finally
2: meet you. And again,
0: flesh. again soon. Yes, absolutely. Okay. We'd love to have you back for sure. And everyone needs to go to mysweetroots.com and look at all of her beautiful pictures on Instagram. And now at mysweetroots is your Instagram. Correct. Okay. Now everyone, please go and follow me at Tiffany C. Blackman and Hey, we are trying to get up in that awful world, the podcast world. So if you would do me a huge favor and rate and review on YouTube and also on our iTunes. And everyone, have a wonderful day. Be safe, eat well, and be fabulous.